On this episode of Terminator 101, Tim himself, Danny Cooksey, from Terminator 2 Judgment Day, is on the podcast. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back after this quick sponsor. Terminator 101 would like to personally thank these Patreon members. Lucas Grudzian, Engelbert Sebastian, Ruben Dobson, Danny Pirate, Ami Prasad, T-Bob Art, Marie Spurlick, and Oliver Mercer. Thank you so much for your patronage to Terminator 101. Your loyalty means everything to me. I don't take it for granted. And if you guys want to join that exclusive list, get extra content, benefits, polls, written posts, episodes, all that stuff, head over to patreon.com slash t101podcast. And we are back. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm so excited to share this one-on-one with you. Danny Cooksey, a.k.a. Tim from Terminator 2 Judgment Day, John Connor's best friend, had some incredible stories to share. Uh, He was just such a cool, down-to-earth, fun-loving guy, and uh, it was an honor to get to talk to him. Very excited to share it with you. Now, if you're a member on the Patreon, you actually got this episode completely unedited one week before everyone else did. Um, so that's one of the benefits of being a Patreon member. The episode you're about to hear, there are a couple edits uh, throughout because I usually get rid of the uh, opening. So like when I initially connect with the guest, there's a little bit of prep that we do uh, to make sure the connection is established and everything. I usually take that out for episodes of the podcast. I left that in uh, for the Patreon. And also... On my end, uh, during the one-on-one, I'm in Florida, Danny is in California, there was a couple times that he broke up, and so at the end of our one-on-one, I asked him if I could have him re-record, like redo the opening bits, and he was totally down for it. He was such a professional about it, so that has been taken out as well, but if you're a member of the the Patreon, you got to hear that as well, kind of the behind the scenes of how that all played out, so um, just an awesome time, and something I just wanted to let you guys know, and then we're going to get right into this, no more talking. Um, For some reason, I've noticed certain guests, there's a little bit of a delay between when I ask them a question and they respond, right? And that could be because of the distance and whatnot. For some reason, the app that I use fills in that gap in the in like the final finished processed uh, audio file. It fills in that gap. So in real time, I'm asking a question and there's like two or three seconds pause and then the guest responds. The app eliminates that gap and kind of makes it seem like we're in the same room. But what it actually does is it creates this illusion, and I just wanted to let you guys know, that I'm kind of overlapping with the guest and uh, kind of coming off douchey, honestly. Like, they're talking and I'm interrupting them. That's really what it comes off as. So I just wanted to let you guys know that's not how it works. Uh, There's usually a little bit of a delay, and then they respond, but the app fills in the delay, like it gets rid of it, and it just makes it seem like one continuous thing. Um, and it, that just creates a little bit of uh, uh, confusion, I think. So don't want you guys to think that I'm rude or interrupting when when I'm talking to uh, the Terminator talents, because I'm definitely not. But the app creates the illusion, and there's really nothing I can do about it. I've contacted um, the company, and uh, hopefully they 
they fix that because uh, that's kind of an issue for me. And I'm a perfectionist. And yeah, anyways, uh, I could chat for you know hours about that. But anyways, we're going to get right into this, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Here we go, guys. Danny Cooksey. Five, four, three, two, one. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Terminator 101. I'm Eddie Green. And on the other end of the line is a very, very special guest. Uh, someone that I just know is going to be uh, a fan favorite. Um, Danny Cooksey is joining us here on the podcast today. Danny, how are you doing, man? Hey, now. Hey, now. What's happening? What's going on? It's so cool to have you on here. I reached out and, uh, you know, I was kind of hesitant and because I didn't know, you know, anytime I reach out to a guest, I'm always hesitant because it's, it's, I don't know, like it's like, like in today's day and age, it's so weird to just reach out and say, Hey, do you want to come on my podcast? But, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's just, it's such a weird thing. You just never know when someone might be an asshole, right? Isn't that the kind of the way the yeah, life works? Exactly. <laughs> and like, I don't want to come off that way. And so, um, but when I reached out to him, he just like very instantaneously got back in touch with me and, uh, you know, set up today's uh, recording date and here he is. So this is so, so much fun. Yeah, man. And uh, you, 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 I think you caught me with uh, Twitter in hand. Yes. Whoa, that sounded dirty. That sounded horrible, but it's not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. This is going to be a fun one. I already know this. Um, so for anybody listening, but if you don't know this, then you're not a true fan. But uh, this is Tim from Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which is definitely, I think, in his entire filmography, one of his big standout credits. But I always like to, uh, oh, yeah. you know, kind of figure out, you know, how they got into the acting business. And then um, we're obviously going to touch on other things throughout his career and, of course, Terminator 2. So um, I like to start at the beginning and I just wanted to know how did being an actor into Hollywood, like how did that fall into being your profession? Like what was it that was just like, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to make it my career? You know, it's it's a wild it's a wild story. So I was born in Oklahoma City, and uh, I started singing country music um, at like five years of age, and started you know just playing like local like sort of things. And then as the sort of country music uh, artists of the day would come into town, I started playing with them. Uh, you know that sort of expanded out um to where i was like doing some traveling and uh, ended up in nashville and meeting uh johnny lee and mickey gilly who was uh you know the two guys from you know the gillies club and the song looking for love that was part of the urban cowboy uh you know uh deal <laughs> that was like wildly popular at the time um and then started actually going to the gillies club to perform in the, you know, I guess would be the early 80s, (laughs) early to mid, you know, like, you know, 82, 80, you know, somewhere around that time. And uh, ended up uh, meeting a a manager there that was their manager. And uh, he was like, hey, um, you're fantastic. And my parents always, they're like, we just laughed. There's this, you know, guy from like, you know, LA gave us his card. And, you know, this is, like kind of funny and then he called and he was like let me bring you out to LA 
do a show with these guys. And so um, I was sort of playing music with them. Uh, and then while I was out, uh, out here one time, uh, he's like, you know, let me send you over to a friend of mine that I know that's a casting agent and just sort of see if you can act. I was out here for, you know, like two weeks on the West coast from Oklahoma and, um, ended up doing an episode of, uh, Dukes of Hazard as a result of that meeting <laughs> and sort of went back to Oklahoma, like, all right, cool. And then, you know, he called again and come back out to LA for like another sort of, you know, some musical appearances with those guys. And this time met somebody else that was the, um, ended up being a casting director associated with, uh, different strokes. And, um, I was supposed to be here for about a week. Uh, I went and did an audition for what they told me was a, like a reoccurring character. Um, for uh like a kid that was uh, an orphan um you know uh, gary coleman sort of his character takes this kid under his wing um because their stories were similar uh ended up like uh going through all kinds of crazy auditions in like you know maybe two or three days <laughs> and uh screen testing with gary coleman and then on it was friday the 13th probably i guess it would have been like 1984 um <laughs> And uh, I found out that I'd gotten the part and that, but they'd changed it. It was now a series regular. And on Sunday, I was to go to NBC studios to take wedding pictures that the love interest to Mr. Drummond was going to have a kid. That was me. I was going to be a regular on the show and I started work on Monday and I'd never left LA since. <laughs> so it was, uh, it's been no a wild joke, ride. man. Wow. It's, you know, it's one of those, one of those crazy stories that, uh, you know, in a, in a matter of, you know, just with a phone call, suddenly, uh, life is different. So if that hadn't have happened, where do you think you would be right now? Oh man, who knows? Uh, you know, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd, you know, as just as a personality, I'd probably be performing or doing something somewhere because that's just, you know, my personality. Um, but, you know, I, who knows? I'm probably still in Oklahoma somewhere or, you know, who knows? <laughs> There's just no telling. Seriously. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Now. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Right, this is just like off the cuff kind of thing is because. Um, as you were talking, it kind of kept coming in and out. Um, um, oh, okay. I don't know if you're able to, like, is there a place you can get, like, Wi-Fi or... Um, cause I, uh, yeah, I should be on, oh, okay. on Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me just move back and, and get closer okay. and be stationary. I tend, to I tend to get on the phone and sort of wander <laughs> off, so <laughs> let me... Let me get closer to where my no stuff worries, no is. Worries. Is that better? Because I would just hate to like miss like you say something like really crucial or funny or and then it just drops. Oh, oh. sorry about that. All right, no, now I'm fine, man. I look anytime like like technology doesn't work, I always blame Skynet. So like I just say, damn Skynet. Okay, all right, that works. So <laughs> that's um, awesome. All right, so far that sounds better. Um, so. Yeah, so, so so different strokes is kind of like like that's the beginning really of your career, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. I did the the last uh, three seasons of that show. Um, and uh, then just sort of everything sort of, you know, continued to work from that point on and, and just, you know, worked away. Jeez. So <laughs> was it because of that show? Do you like that? Like that was the reason that uh, you ended up in Terminator 2 or was it a different reason? No, I mean, I'm sure it was. I, it's like, you know, I, that, I was on that show like 84, 85, 86. And then uh, I did like a bunch of guest appearances after that show ended. And then I did another show and then just sort of, you know, stayed in the business. I started doing voiceover cartoons when I was like, you know, 10, 11. Um, ended up doing the show on Nickelodeon. I mean, it was all sort of, I just, from eight to, you know, 18, I just, I worked, I just worked. <laughs> from one from one thing okay. to the next okay so so how yeah. did terminator 2 come about like was that just um because i've heard when i talk to certain people like actors that have been in the films it seems like one of two things either happens either it's brought to them or somehow they just like kind of stumbled upon hey we're auditioning for this particular role yeah, you know, I think it was, I think, uh, you know, they were looking for, um, you know, the, um, you know, John Connor character, you know, before they had, before they had found Eddie. And I think everybody, it's like everybody in the, and their mother sort of was, you know, had, had been in at some sort of phase uh, into that. And I think that it sort of probably just spawned out from there it was, you know, I, I'd, I'd gotten uh you know, it's like as I look back in retrospect, I think somebody liked my T-shirt because <laughs> in the <laughs> by the literally, I think it was like you know, well, of course the the mullet grabs the attention, but um, it in the end, uh, my wardrobe was a sort of take on uh, a shirt that I believe I wore in the audition, which was an LA Guns. Uh, I think it's screwed, blued, and tattooed shirt or something like that. And uh, then I went, uh, you know, got the wardrobe, and it's, you know, the same shirt. So I don't know if that if that got somebody's attention or something. <laughs> or hopefully it was just because uh, my audition was fantastic. And they said, you know what, we got to throw this kid yeah, in. Yeah, seriously. So were you auditioning for John Connor? I believe that I believe that was uh, what I was what I was reading, but it could have been the other. You know, it's so funny. It's like you go through so many different sort of auditions and and things like that. It's you know, it's like it just sort of it snowballs into this one. It's like you don't know how you got there. It's just like suddenly you're there. Well, yeah, exactly. And plus, I mean, how old were you when that was all taking place? Uh, I was right around like 16. 16. I was a uh, sixteen-ish. Yeah, yeah, sixteen. Yeah, probably. I was See, around like sixteen. Like, if I tried to remember something when I was like sixteen, I would almost have a tricky time remembering, you know, specifics. And I can imagine that it might be a little different for you because you know you're actually doing something that is monumental. Like you're like you're auditioning for a sequel to one of the greatest films of all time. So I would imagine that like, maybe that plays yeah. a, like a, like a different mind game kind of thing. So that later on in life, you look back on it and you, and like certain things stick out. You know, it's real, it's really weird. It's like, I, I was so busy. Um, like during that time I, I was at, 
that was sort of done at the same time that I was, I was also doing the, the show on Nickelodeon. Um, salute your shorts. So I was working that, um, I'd sort of go back and forth on some days to, to like the T2 set. And then I was also making a record. I was also doing uh, the Tiny Toon Adventures cartoon. Like all of these things were sort of <laughs> all happening at the same time. So there was a lot of like, uh, you know, go here until lunch and then at lunchtime, go over here and do this and then go run and, you know, go to this set. And then, you know, till two o'clock in the morning, I was in a recording studio making a record. And <laughs> so it's, it's all a big. Uh, yeah. Play. Oh man. I can't imagine that. Like at 16, that's what you're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like most kids at 16 are, you know, fucking off and like, just like doing something over in the corner that they probably shouldn't be doing. And like, you're over here doing exactly what you just said. You're doing multiple projects and. Yeah. And then going to school, like it's, I remember, um, I was, uh, I would, I was driving to school and they, I, there was my, uh, my path was blocked. I was like, I was like, I had a detour. I was late. I'm going like, what the heck is going on here at this? Like, you know, it's like Northridge, California. There's like, you know, but I was like going, oh my gosh, there's like a ton of film trucks. And so knowing what they were, I'm sitting there going, ah, what stupid ass project is, you know, blocking my route to school. <laughs> Cause you know, at 16, I'm, it's like, I'm already pushing being late anyway, you know, leaving at the very last minute. I couldn't take no delays, no delays. Um, and then uh, I think it was a couple of days later, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, uh, got my location and it was right there. And it happened to be the intersection where they launched the semi truck into the wash, which I was on set for that day because, you know, we were cruising around the wash on the bike. Um, so it was that was literally it was like, you know, I see the location, I go there and I go, oh this was the movie that was blocking my way to school. <laughs> All right, sweet. Oh, <laughs> Bonus. It's the movie. It's the movie oh. I'm in. Cool. Yeah. It's a crazy, it's a small world. I yeah. guess. Oh man. Like, I don't like, I really, and what an awesome day that was when they shot that thing into the wash. That was awesome. I was I'm super blessed to be, uh, to be on, on set that day. Yeah. Dude, that. there's like so much that I want to, like pick your brain about and just because seriously terminator is it's obviously my passion i have a podcast dedicated to it you know <laughs> um yeah and so like when i hear these stories and stuff it's just like i know like during it it's it's probably so surreal and like it's such a like you said a blur that you don't really because i would imagine i couldn't really truly fathom what is going on here it's only in retrospect you look back on it and you're like holy hell like that was one hell of an experience like is that how you look back on it it's a it's a big blur oh yeah but and it was and it, it it's you know it's a bit of a blur but at the same time it's like you know i mean i was certainly i knew that it was going to be a, you know a, a a monumental type of uh film you know what I mean? I just, it was like one of those, it's like, you're, it's, it's is a huge production. Um, just like, you know, reading the, reading the, the script. Um, I love, I love the movie. I love the abyss. I just, I watched that movie a million times. I just loved it. So it was like a reading the script and there as it's like sort of describing, you know, the, the T uh, 
you know, the, the Terminator as he like turns to like liquid metal, like my mind, I like, I went like, Oh, that's going to like be like a mercury version of the abyss. Like I so like, like that's going to be so freaking as a fan, I'm going like, that's going to look so badass. That's going to be so cool. And, you know? and that, and you were thinking that at like at 16, yeah, just like because I'd already seen, I'd already seen, uh, you know, the abyss was out, and I would just—it's like knowing that kind of effect, and I'm going like, oh man, I bet that's what's, you know. And then you don't see that until you're, you know, sitting at the premiere, and you're going like, dude, it's even better than what I imagined. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's just so cool. No, it's just like I asked that because it's just again, it's at 16. I'm telling you, like it's, it's just such a awkward time to be a person and to like really think those kinds of uh, like adult thoughts, like to just look at like read a script and go, man, that's going to look better than what I saw, you know, from just a couple of years ago. And that's impressive, dude. Like, oh man, just so cool. So, okay. I got to like calm down because I'm going to be just like fanboying like crazy here. So um, (laughs) thank you. This is awesome. Seriously. This is really cool. And it's, the, like the funny thing is when I have, cause I've had, uh, by the way, Peter Kent told me to tell you, hi. Um, oh, yes, love that. He, uh, he, he messaged me when I uh, shared that you were going to be on the podcast and he told me to tell you to, uh, hello. And I assume you like keep in touch with certain cast members. Um, yeah, you know what? I met him at a convention and we just sort of, you know, we're, we're talking and, and stuff and he's, just, you know, met him, you know, back in the, back in the day and uh a few years ago we did a, a same uh convention and and it was it was awesome it was awesome it's like it's one of those things it's like you sort of cross you know your paths cross with certain people and you know it's, you've all got uh something in common especially with something as as, as big as true that, yeah because i mean you didn't share like there would have been because i'm like looking you know back and kind of visualizing the film in my in my head here and i don't think that you would have crossed paths with peter on the film right um you know what i did i yeah we had met because um you know he was the, he was there as as the you know as the stunt double and so i was i was like i was on set quite for as limited amount of time i was on set uh like more often than i i, I probably should have just because it was there were all these you know i think i was there for a bunch of days, I was, I probably was on set that I didn't work <laughs> on more days than, uh, you know, we actually did. Cause it was like, Hey, we might want to get to some of this like uh, motorcycle riding stuff, uh, you know, through the wash. So a lot of the days that they were doing a lot of the, you know, the sort of chase sequences, it was just this sort of like, Hey, we might get to this today. Oh, no, we're not going to get to it today. Come back tomorrow or come back, you know, <laughs> on Wednesday. It was, it was awesome. Which, like I said, it was like, uh, you know, I got to see when they, you know, shot the semi truck off into the, into the LA basin uh, there that day. And such a huge, huge stunt just to be sort of, you know, there watching it happen was, oh, was freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, no. And before I got sidetracked with, uh, with uh, Peter, I was just saying like, when I have, um, you know, guests on from the films that I feel like I have to have a certain kind of restraint because one, they're usually a little bit older than, than you are. <laughs> so, and like, they're not as, you know, laid back and chill. Like, I feel like they have more of like, 
I don't know what the word is, but it's just like with you, I can tell you're chill. So I can kind of be more just the way I normally am. And you'll be like, you know, just laugh it off. Um, Cause I don't want to come off like, like I'm crazy. Oh, so. Uh, oh no. Yeah, no we're, exactly. all crazy. we're all crazy. <laughs> I love that. Oh man. <laughs> so you keep in touch with Peter. Do you like keep in touch with Eddie Furlong? Do you keep in touch with Arnold James? Um, you know what, oddly, I, I, you know what? Um, no, no, not re- not really. I do. I have uh, the same convention. Uh, Eddie was there, and I think we actually here in the sort of you know in the near future we might be doing some, we might be doing some some more uh, sort of like conventions at the same time, um, or something like that. You never know. It's it's one of those okay. deals. It's a possibility. Stay tuned. Stay yeah, tuned. Everybody, stay tuned. No, because like the reason I ask is. Um, this past March, he was in Orlando and I went to that convention and I got to, got to meet him and talk to him and, and, uh, you know, he was doing like, like, I was really surprised how well he's doing because, you know, unfortunately when you hear the name Eddie Furlong, it's just, everybody assumes that he's kind of fallen off the map and, and, and it's the total opposite. He, he, he was so kind. Yeah, he he's was such guy. a good guy. Really, yeah. He's 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 a good guy. I mean, you know, it's like a I. It's sort of the same, uh, the same, sort of uh, thing. You know, I mean, it's sort of like he just like you know he, he got a phone call and his life changed. You know, it's like it was you know it's a, so I I relate in that in that sort of way. But no, I've every he's always been he's always been uh, every time we've. Uh, crossed paths it's been uh, it's been very pleasant i like it. i love now are i would assume that because you were 16 when the film was shot and i what like he was a little bit younger wasn't he yeah i think he's i think he's a couple of years but not many i mean i think he was you know I, it might have been 50 i could have been 15 no because i was driving i was going to school so um yeah so it was, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm just a few years. I'm 42. So I, I don't know. We're just, there's a few years difference, but not much at this point. Okay. okay. You know, it could have been, it could have been 13. It could have been 13 to 16, which is, you know, a, a world of difference then. But, uh, you know. Yeah. No, it's. Now that we're, now that we're old and uh, more mature. Yeah. No, like that's <laughs> the thing. I think like a lot of Terminator fans um, would just assume that, you know, in real life, Eddie Furlong and Danny Cooksey are John and Tim. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how we kind of equate things, you know? <laughs> Tim, the, how many, the, the funny, how many, it's a, it's just like the mullet yeah. kid, right? It's a, it's, you got your, your hardcore people that go like, oh my gosh, he has a name. The rest of them were like, dude, the kid yes, with the mullet. That's what I love about your Twitter account is like, you like, that's how you put it. And like, yeah. And the kid with the, with the mullet. <laughs> yeah i mean there's yeah there's like no other i mean like if it. you put tim people are gonna go wait who yeah, yeah like, like, who? i actually don't think tim is even mentioned in the film honestly no i don't i don't think i don't <laughs> think it is either i don't think uh the name every now mentioned. when you were doing the film were you like <laughs> are you a kind of actor where you just do what is given to you or do you kind of like and especially at that age it would be impressive if you did like go method with it and be like okay this is his backstory this is how he got to here 
did you do any of that stuff or was it just like no not, not. no it was like you know you sort of you know i i try to i go with the with the sort of thing it's like hey you know you got you got someone as, as great as as james cameron let him tell you what to do let him tell you what he wants and do your best to, to accomplish that feat you know <laughs> especially with that i mean it, you know it's like the buddy that you know did some shit and then you know disappeared <laughs> 15 minutes into the film so you know hey i'll do what i'm told tell me what you want and i will okay. accommodate and was was that role bigger or was it kind of the way it was in the film that's like you, like you knew that's what it yeah. was yeah, it was pretty much yeah, it was what it was. yeah no i know okay. it was. like there wasn't extended scenes that we never got to see or yeah no i don't i don't i don't think so I know that there was uh, when we were in the arcade. There was one. There was one. Uh, it, it may have been a shot or something where it was, uh, you know, sort of Tim goes. Tim goes flying, and uh, I was. I think they were going to call in the double, and I, I asked. Uh, I asked uh, James Cameron if I could. I was like, "Hey, man, I can. Like, I can do this." So I think I like jumped from like some like little tiny ladder and like you know dove into a mat, you know, several times and. <laughs> are you happy that you asked to do this i'm like dude i'll do this all day super stoked oh, man now were you a fan because you said you're a fan of the abyss were you a fan of the first film had you seen it oh yeah oh, yeah definitely definitely i mean i just i love movies so yeah I'd, I'd seen it of course i i knew i knew uh you know what i was what i was getting into and is, and is james cameron sure. the way he's usually described like was he kind of maybe not ruthless, but was he like really like pushing for his vision when you were with and around him? No, it was, I mean, obviously he was, he, it's, you know, you look at his films and not clearly he's got, uh, you know, he, he operates in a, a extreme, like, you know, a visionary type of way. It's there. Everything is just, you know, way yeah. ahead of itself. Um, but no, it was it was a pleasant experience. It wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, a uh, uh, you know a emo- emo- you know like emotions and like all craziness. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. It was fun. So it wasn't like uh, Kate Winslet and Titanic and saying like I'm never working with James Cameron ever again because the guy just yeah. no 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 not at all. Good. I'd, uh, you know, hey Jim, call me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no dude look seriously i've been um because i had william wisher on and he uh he co-wrote t2 and um that was a real fun episode like he was so much fun to talk to and pick his brain as well and and then uh after after we did the episode and some time you know passed i uh, reached out to him and i was just like like how often do you and 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 jim hang out and he's like oh, a couple times a year i think we're gonna get drinks after uh, i finish this script and uh and then like the next message he sent me was um and i know where this is going and i can tell you the answer no (laughs) and uh and and he just read my mind because i was gonna throw out like "Eh, can you maybe just see you know mention the podcast and see if if uh if james will come on (laughs) like like that was obviously you know really reaching but um no, no, no dice, dice man. No dice. It's <laughs> really disheartening. But one of these days, one of these days. But um, yeah, oh, man. I'm awesome. just like I'm so impressed with you know the way that your career has turned out. I mean, 
that's something I wanted to ask you as well. So um, I'm sure we'll get back to T2, but kind of moving on just for a little bit, you really kind of put live action to the side and you've really focused on doing voice work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, at that, it was, you know, right around after, after, you know, after that, um, like I said, I was in at the same time that I was doing the movie I was doing, uh, I was in a, I was making a record and I was in a band and just, uh, you know, it's weird. It's like in retrospect, it's like, eh, probably not the best idea, but, you know, at 17, 18 years old, you don't know what you want to do with life other than what you want to do. <laughs> We're not the most uh, decisive uh, people at that age. And I just kind of went, you know what, I'd been, I'd literally been, I'd done three t- regular like TV series at that point and just, you know, from one thing to the next and really just enjoyed just kind of like doing nothing for a little bit. <laughs> You know, I sort of, you know, and the cartoons were awesome because I still got that outlet of like, you know, creativity and it being like fun and silly and just not serious. And, you know, uh, that ended up working out. I didn't have to, you know, I could show up and record a cartoon in my pajamas if I so felt like it and, you know, (laughs) didn't have to, you know, keep up appearances and, and, you know, all the, the craziness. And it was it was actually it was really nice. I love doing it. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was fantastic. And then it's like, with that, it was like, I was still able to work. I got, uh, you know, got married, I had kids and it was like, it was fantastic. I was like, you know, I was around, uh, for my kids, you know, first steps and taking them back and forth to school and all of those things. And sort of the business that I, as I'd known it was just, you know, had things continued in that same direction, I would have, you know, been gone. I would have been, you know, completely absent. So it was, you know, it was nice. It was nice. I, uh, I've had a, I've been super lucky. So was that really 100% your decision or did you have some like backing from maybe your parents or? No, no, it was, it was like, uh, it was my call for sure. It was, it was, you know, it was funny. It's like, you look back and go like, gosh, what was it? I remember like the agency that I was with going like, Hey man, you need to get some new headshots done. And I was like, oh, headshots, right? Oh, pictures. And I think that was sort of how it like that I just sort of like dwindled away because I just like kind of went like, I don't really want to go take pictures. <laughs> so eventually I just kind of like went like, oh, well, I guess I'm not doing this anymore. You know, it wasn't like a conscious like, hey, that's it. That's the end of this. I just kind of went like, Meh. all right. Wow. So you really didn't want to pursue like being kind of uh you know, kind of, well, like maybe following in the direction of, you know, Eddie Furlong. Cause like after T2, I mean, he did a couple other like big films like American history X and you didn't really have a, like, you didn't really have an interest in kind of going that direction. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, that really, um, I didn't really think of, I don't know that I thought about it in, in those terms. I didn't, like I did like another, I did a few things after that, but it was just, I don't know. I think I just kind of, burnt out a little bit and just sort of you know slowly but surely just kind of went like ah and then you know I was doing the cartoons and loved doing those so it's like I didn't feel like oh hey I'm not working it just was like oh I'm doing this now wow and that's like a thing isn't it like a different animal doing voice work yeah it's it's you know it's it's so funny I always tell me it's like gosh I would get like you know kicked out of class for doing what they pay me to do (laughs) 
on a cartoon. <laughs> you know, it's it's hardly. Uh, it's like you know, my my wife went to to work with me one day, and it was like as we got in the car and leaving, she's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe that this is your job. This is ridiculous. Like this is you just like sort of went and hung out with your friends for forty five minutes, and then you know we left. It's a, <laughs> I was like, I know this is the greatest gig ever. So now, how does that? Um, like, how does that continue to be your profession? And like, what I mean by that is, do you have an agent or is it literally just Danny Cooksey and it's word of mouth? Like Danny Cooksey was really good on this project. Oh, so, you know, I think a lot, I think a lot of that is true. It's kind of uh, for animation and stuff. It's, it's a bit of a small, like I've kind of worked with the same, you know, probably 50, 60 people, you know, since I was, 13 years old you know um so it's like there's definitely sort of a little small circle of people that work um but yeah no I have an agent and you know you get auditions and read and and uh, you know see what happens it's so it's it's weird because it's like uh, you know it's uh, I don't get hung up on uh, a lot of the you know it's you know, where you bet the farm on something. It's like, hey, you know, that goes out, I audition and, you know, they'll call me and either you get it or you don't. And if you don't, you move on and life goes on. <laughs> right. Yeah. And plus, I mean, now, I mean, you have a wife, like you said, you have kids. So really it's more like you have bigger focuses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Life is, life is bigger than that. And for plus sure. now you teach as well, right? You were telling me that you that you teach yeah yeah i do i i teach and uh i you know do uh like acting classes and like audition prep and uh voiceover stuff it's you know whatever whatever needs to be done i've got uh you know 30 plus years 30 plus years of experience at it so i've got a i've got a take on pretty much everything That's awesome dude seriously because like i was just going through your imdb and like you hit every single major like cartoon that I used to watch as a kid growing up, like all the Nickelodeon stuff, like ru like well no not not Rugrats, Rocket yeah. Power, uh, Hey Arnold, uh, Wild Thornberries, yeah. yeah, man, yeah, yeah. It's like I said, it's like you know you just sort of get like you know, um, it's a small little group of people, so you'll get you know, hey, can you come in and do something on Wednesday? You know, it's like, oh, what am I doing? Eh, we'll figure it out when you get there. It's like, oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> All right, cool. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. It's, uh, hey, Arnold is like the, the stoop kids. Like people send me like memes and like t-shirts and I go like, my goodness. I think that was like one of those, one of those sort of things at the time that I went in and it took, you know, 20 minutes, a half hour, <laughs> you know, and then it's like, you know, years later, people are still coming up going, dude, you're a stoop kid. I was like, wow, I was like, you know, it was one episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, although, and I, and I did, and I redid it in the, the movie that they recently put out too. That was funny. Cause they were like, can you still do the voice? I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> like, can you send me, you know, like send me, send me a tape. So they sent me like a clip and I went like, oh, wow, I was young. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we can, we can get it done. Wow, man. Well, that's like the thing, you know, it's, and that's something that I'm always curious about. So if you can answer this, that's like, that'd be awesome. Like, how does it feel to know that essentially, really, no matter what you do, you're kind of always going to be viewed, obviously by certain, you know, different people like me, you're always going to be Tim or Mullet Kid, right? 
Like that's how you're right. always going yeah, to be. Yeah. No matter what you do, I'm always going to be like, wow, he uh, Terminator too. Like, how does that feel? Like, yeah, to know that you're not essentially put it's into awesome. a corner, but in a lot of people's minds, they almost can't see past it. Right. Yeah. It's you know, it's like it's funny. I, I've I um, you know, it's like getting recognized. It's like it's funny. It's like you can there's a certain generational thing. If it's like, if people are a little older, I go like, okay, I'm different. They're going to recognize me from different strokes. If it's a little, you know, you've got certain age range of, of people that come up, you go, okay, they, they know me from this. Or the one that I get the most is people that come up and go, dude, where do I know you from? Like what high school did you go to? Like, I know your face, but they don't, they recognize my face as like, you know, a teenager. So then they, they always, they jump to like high school. Did I go to high school with you? What high school did you go to? And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> oh man. Like, and then of course, and then of course you like, like, what is your go-to answer? Like, do you say Terminator 2 or? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, I just say, I was like, usually once I I say like that, I was like an actor when I was younger that then it like that spurs, whatever (laughs) they get jogs their memory. And it's, you know, it's could be, you know, that's right. Salute your shorts or Terminator two, which is, you know, that's right around the same time. So, um, yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. And speaking of salute your shorts, I personally have never like seen an episode of it, but when I was telling us like some of my friends about it, one of my friends was like, dude, ask him to just talk about salute your shorts because he was incredible on that show. And so I have to oblige him and be like, can you talk about salute your shorts? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. It was, you know, it was right. It was literally at the same time. Like that was the other show I was making. Um, I was working on the same time that we were filming Terminator. So some days I would go there till like lunch and then go after lunch or go early or, you know, (laughs) or sometimes not there at all and then make up my other things at the other time. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was a fun show um, to do um, a fun, a fun part to play as the sort of like bad, you know, the, the bad guy kid. Um, It was a blast, man. And like, what was the general, like, I really should have done my research, but like, what was like the general idea of the oh, show? It was a camp show. So it was like uh, kids at summer okay. camp. And I played the like, you know, snarky sort of, uh, you know, um, bad, not bad kid, but there was no bad kids, but the, uh, I guess I was, I was the bad guy of the show. And uh, <laughs> Budnick, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's it's funny. It's like people they put, uh, uh, you know, the, the two and two together. Sometimes it's well, funny. There you go, Jarrett. I, I I asked them about selling your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you um, go. There you go. So, out of everything that you remember, and again, excuse me for being all over the place here, but um, like out of everything that you remember about T uh, two what is like that standout thing was it the the like the scene that you're really not even in when they jumped the the truck that was a big one yeah that was really that was really cool because something i mean that was just like such a massive stunt you know it was like wow like that like that is awesome and such a like setup it's like you know it's like you get one shot at something like that so it's like you know the it's like you the sort of 
tense there's like uh the tenseness is in the air as you go like all right this is going to be big we're going to get one child what's going to happen we don't know let's see what happens <laughs> you know it's like all right everybody you know everybody's back you know far away and you know sort of catching a a, a visual of it and the countdowns and it was just it was it was awesome to see such a big thing happen like that and i have to say the other one um i was there we were on set and um they had given me i think james even may have given me it was like a cassette that i was given through someone that was like uh it was i want to be sedated and uh the red hot chili peppers higher ground and he was like this is going to be you know just so you know this is like the music that's going to be on the boom box right so i was like okay i know i know both of those songs that's awesome you know and uh then at some point i was given another cassette which was you could be mine off the long-awaited Guns N' Roses album, to which I have to say, I thought I was like, I was big shit walking around with the advanced copy of a Guns N' Roses <laughs> single. So that was like a big one, uh, you know, to go like, not only is this movie freaking awesome, but I have this cassette copy of the new Guns N' Roses song. So <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, the, so, okay, that like, so that like, we hear that as the audience, right? But that was actually playing for you. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't playing. Uh, I was just given it to sort of go like, you know, hey, this is the sort of music that's going to be on the, you know, this is what will will be there. Just so you know, sort of, you know, what they're listening gotcha. to and that type. Of so thing. you were just kind of essentially listening to nothing. Yeah, yeah, there was there was nothing actually playing that I remember. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But are there, you know what? Actually, there might have been. I can't remember. All I know is that I had the cassette. I played it in my car like over and over again and thought I was Hot shit. a badass. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Advanced copy of the Guns N' Roses single? Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, and speaking of that particular uh, like moment, and in, in uh, when I was you know really fortunate enough to get a reply back from you and you be like yeah i'll come on your show i was like okay perfect now i get to ask him the thing that i've always wanted to know because i don't think this has ever been asked and and i'm just genuinely curious it's a very small moment but you're on the back of the bike with john and um it's kind of like a close-up on both of your faces and you're listening to that song and the character you go like you're like you're jamming out to it and you go like was that like was that a direction given to you or was that just like you spontaneously just jamming out oh wow i you know what i have no i have no clue to, as to how to ask, yeah, see, answer like, that question that's my fandom right there for you <laughs> in, in a nutshell <laughs> i would have to i would have to i would have to uh you know like look back and go like, hmm, maybe. you know what I'm talking about though? It could have been, that could have been, yeah. I, you know, kind of, that's like, is it, I think I'm like throwing like the boom box up in the air or something as we're like cruising off down the street. Is that, is that the one? Yeah. And then about? it's just like a quick close up on your face. And um, I think you're in, I, I actually think you're in the, the canal kind of area and uh, you're just jamming out to the song and you just make that sound. And it's such a, I don't know. It's like, a, like a, it's always stuck with me. Like ever since I saw the film way back in, back, back in the day, That's you awesome. just go, wow. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it might have been there. That could have been uh, sort of, uh, you know, like a uh, added in, in in an ADR session or something. I, I've, I've, I'd have to, I'd have to take a look at that one, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have an answer for you, Eddie. You are going to have to go through, go through life a little longer and uh, wondering, wondering that all right, question. All right. Well, I'll. I'll... I'm sorry. I can't relieve your soul. You're fine. No, you're fine. I'll <laughs> I'll ask you later on down the road. Right. Um, nice. Yeah. I'll next next time I see it on TV, I'll I'll uh, shoot you a direct message and go like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But honestly, I don't remember. And uh, yeah. you know, it was it was just yeah, it was just like just 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 don't worry about it, dude. <laughs> like it was just me just doing something. Um. That's yeah, funny. I don't know why that just has always stuck with me, and I just w- wanted to see if you remembered that because, um, you know, some like something similar, like kind of like a really super um, direct kind of question like that. I asked William Wisher, but this wasn't my question; it was one of my listeners. Um, they wanted to know this answer, and um, William Wisher actually plays the like he has a cameo in T two when Arnold goes through the window in the mall and he gets back up. Um, William Wisher is like the guy taking the photos and, uh, one of my listeners was like, can you ask him if there was actually film in that camera? Was he actually taking pictures? And I asked William Wisher and he was like, how the hell would I know? Like, like, right. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, it's funny, dude. It's like the way people latch on to things, like the way I've latched on to you making that noise, like, that's but so like for funny. you, it's just like I don't know. Like I was just, I just did it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have. I I would not be able to determine one oh, way or man. the other, dude. <laughs> what is like? Do you still follow the Terminator films? Like, or like, have you seen them all? Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. I've I've seen and them. All. Like, what is your like? What is your general view of them? Because the podcast and kind of my fandom is really only of one and two. And hopefully this next film, which is erasing three, four, and five, but like, what is kind of your fandom after T2? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, not that they were bad. They just didn't have the, you know, the the gusto of the, the... yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you know, he's, uh, he's got the reputation he has because he's incredible. You know, it's, he definitely brings a certain something to everything that he does. Were you ever like for like for T three? Were was 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 there any kind of contact for you? Like was was someone like, hey, do you want to come back to the film? Or no, no. Um, although I ha- I do have a, a funny story. So I I got um contact when they made uh what is it the Sarah Connor Chronicles Connor Chronicles right? Yeah, it was the TV show, and they had contacted me. Um, because they were just sort of like, hey, we would we thought it would be like nice just to sort of have, you know, people from the films just as like random sort of like little character, like little cameo things in there. And they're like, we have something that, that might work for you. And I, for whatever reason, which I haven't corrected it because I just find it hysterical. My Wikipedia page says six foot one. I am five <laughs> foot three. So I, I am... Um, I'm not a very big guy and I guess they must have been looking at that because they wanted me to come in and read and it was like this like uh like construction worker guy like a you know like a big dude and uh 
it was pretty humorous as I, as I walked into the room and they like, sort of like, you know, you know, they were very polite. It wasn't like, dude, you're five foot three. This is like nuts. This is not going to work out, <laughs> they, you know, but I, in the back of my mind, I'm going, they thought they were getting something different. So I thought that was funny. That's my, that's my humorous story. And so are, cause I, I, I actually have never seen that show and I'm, I'm, I'm actually uh, catching up on it just so I can say that I've seen everything. Um, did they actually turn you down? Did they say that this isn't going to work? You no, know, I just never heard. It was one of those. It's like, you know, once, once I sort of showed up and, and saw everybody else as these, you know, like almost like biker looking, uh, you know, older construction guys i went like all right this is funny i'm not going to hear back from these people but this was this was entertaining wow <laughs> that's nuts like really yeah. seriously that's nuts that they would have that they wouldn't have put you in the show because i mean you're in t2 <laughs> i think i think I think right soon thereafter it was uh it sort of was the it was towards the end oh uh, okay so you know what are you gonna do it's all it's yeah all I mean, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, for a long time, I was okay with the films. Like I, like when I wasn't a super passionate purist, as I call it, um, you know, three, four and five were, you know, just all right. But man, I like, ever since I've been like super die hard, it just from three to five, especially five Genesis, man, like talk about missed opportunities. They just. They just they, like I like I'm like and this is why I'm so hopeful for the new film this year because Cameron's back as producer and so hopefully maybe he has some some guidance for you know where the story can be taken and, and the fact that they're erasing three four and five and this is gonna be hopefully the true Terminator three that gives me hope you know right yeah, yeah. like do you follow it like that like are no, you I, like you oh make, man you make the yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I've like, I've like, you know, it's a great, it's a great story. And, you know, some movies are like that. Some are, some are hits, some are misses. And, but, you know, it's like to have the sort of, you know, the mind, the mind behind the whole thing sort of, you know, attached to something. It's like, you definitely, uh, you know, it's, there's something special about that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's probably going to give the story if, if it's not up to par with one and two, it's, it's, cause I, you know, I'm trying to go in with realistic expectations and, you know, Cameron isn't directing it. So I always have to remember that because I've actually had some of the cast members on from the new film and I've asked them, you know, has James Cameron been on set? And they're like, nah, not really. But they usually send him all the stuff afterwards and get his yeah. approval or not. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going in with realistic expectations. So I'm uh, like, I'm not going in in November thinking I'm going to get another Terminator 2. But I'm going in thinking I better get something better than Genesis because if not, then it's all lost. Like, like that's really how I view it. It's like if this next film doesn't work, Terminator's essentially dead in the water because they've tried and failed so many times and tried to restart and it doesn't work. Sometimes it's just you, 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 the magic, you, you get the magic and sometimes you don't. But you know, as a story, it's they're all it's uh, they've all of the movies have been entertaining. Yeah, no, sure. they have for sure. I mean, I think the best one is the is the third one, and um, I kind of like the direction that that went with you know the, the whole Judgment Day is inevitable, so you can try to postpone it all you want, but 
it's going to happen regardless. I kind of like that direction, but uh, anyways, putting all of, you know, this fandom and stuff aside, I mean, it's just, do you like think about what happened to the character, like your character in T2, like after you got pushed out of the way and, and go like, man, like, 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 I wonder where he fits into the overall Terminator story. Like, is he like a part of the resistance down the road or. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, did he, it's, uh, you know, he could be, he could be dead. I don't, <laughs> you know, who's to say, you know, he could have that, you know, bullet could have caught fire and, you know, uh, the, in a, you know, in, in the screen of like spy hunter or something. Um, I don't know. <laughs> who's to say. Yeah, no, seriously. He's, you know, he's like, you know, homeless walking around on the sunset strip, still wearing the same clothes <laughs> and the same hairdo, you know? So he's in a Motley Crue cover band. <laughs> so it's so it's safe to say that you, like like you don't lose sleep over thinking, man, what's going on with him? Like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't put a I, I think, uh, <laughs> no sleepless nights over the whereabouts of Tim. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's just seriously, Terminator is just this 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 legendary thing, and I mean, you, you you've been a part of it, and. I mean, hopefully down the road, they maybe kind of have that same idea with what Sarah Connor Chronicles had. And they reach out to, you know, certain cast members and they're like, hey, do you want to come back and maybe have a cameo? And hopefully that comes your way, because, I mean, I think a lot of people would want to see you in a Terminator film again. (laughs) You know, maybe not as Tim, but as, you know, just somebody that has screen time. (laughs) Yeah, why the hell is sure? I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't. T- I wouldn't say no. Yeah. So um, before I let you go, I just like I I I, I like to ask kind of random questions just to kind of see what the answers are. Okay. Um, okay. So out of every single film, because you said you love movies, so this should be an easy uh, question and answer. Like out of every movie you've ever seen, what is your all-time favorite film that you would go to? uh a clockwork orange. nice stanley kubrick nice yeah yeah clockwork yeah. orange love it how would you feel if they like next year said oh we're remaking a clockwork orange i'd be so disappointed <laughs> <laughs> i would go, i would be i would go see it of course but i would be very disappointed yeah i mean you can't get i mean can't approve you know improve upon an original true true i mean my favorite kubrick film currently i'm i'm always back and forth between the shining and eyes wide shut but uh the shining like when i found out that there was like a tv miniseries that was made afterwards i was like what how do you like like why do you even think you need to improve upon it but then i found out the whole thing with stephen king and he didn't like it and all that stuff so um dude Kubrick is my second favorite filmmaker behind Cameron. So uh, Clockwork Orange is definitely, that's a good pick. Like I always ask that question and everyone struggles. I love how you just had that. It's a Clockwork Orange. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Easy peasy. Easy Uh, peasy. Favorite. We'll do artist and then like we'll do group. So like favorite musical artist. Okay. Hmm. Ah, oh, that's a tough one. Of all time, or like you know, like currently, or uh, I think of all time, kind uh, of uh, sounds better. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I'm 
talking individual. Um, I guess oh, that's a tough one. Um, I guess I'd have to go as an individual, maybe Bob. Okay. Dylan, I have to say. Yeah. And as a group, there's no question. That's very easy. That's the Beatles. It's just. Yeah, yeah. Have you. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a new movie that uh, recently came out called Yesterday. Yeah, I haven't seen Have that yet. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I've heard of it. I, I think it keeps popping up on some sort of social media thing. It's like relentlessly scrolling. Um, but yeah, no, it looks it looks it's like uh, what is it? It's like about uh, someone. It's like they sort of uh, what if the Beatles didn't exist? Right. And you got to make create all their songs or something like that. I've, I've, I've never really sat down and watched. I'll watch it because it's a Beatles. Yeah, movie. I just I like it. I don't know the ins. Yeah, like I love that premise. Just like one day everyone forgets about the Beatles except for this one guy and he starts to bank off of their success. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, as, as, a, as I, you know, I make music as well. So, yeah, that would be awesome to be that guy. <laughs> and that's another thing. Thank you for bringing that up really quickly. Uh, uh, one of my listeners, when I shared that you were going to be on, they were like, ask him about bad for good because – you need to know yeah 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 it was right like that was the other thing that i was doing at the same time as doing uh, salute your shorts and uh, and terminator and all that stuff it was uh right literally happening at the same time so i would you know show up at seven eight nine o'clock at night and you know go till 12 one o'clock in the morning and then repeat the next day you know <laughs> it was it was wild it was fun it was great it was a great experience uh uh, making a record with uh, Steve Vai and and uh, you know it was, it was fantastic. It was and awesome. why did that kind of because I like that fizzled out, right? Why did it fizzle out? You know, I think it's one of those things. Uh, it was uh, you know right around that time of uh, you know Nirvana and Pearl Jam and sort of uh, '80s kind of you know that like uh, metal metal wasn't exactly. Uh, you know, it was on its it was on its last legs, as they say. So to make a a metal record, and uh, you know, as a young kid group in you know the early '90s, you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> but it was successful, right? It was. Yeah, no, we did. We did. We had. Uh, you know, people still you know love the record, and I'm proud of it. And uh, you know, but we you know we didn't make another one, and it was uh you know it was what it was. It was fun. It was a great experience. It's like, you know, that's how I sort of look at, at everything since I was like a kid. You know, things have a life and they go to, you know, it's like uh, you, you in the entertainment business, you get in these projects and they go for as long as they go for. And then that's the end. And you, you know, pick it up and, and move on to the next thing and just, you know, be able to take out of it the, you know, the experience of what it was and enjoy it. Any uh, plans of like a bad for good reunion or you know we've 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 uh we've bandied it about at a few times but nothing has ever uh nothing has ever come to uh to fruit on that but we've we've talked about it i still talk to the the guys occasionally we're all good friends and stuff and and yeah it's fun nice well there you go there's the uh there's yeah, the there bad for go. good talk um <laughs> Well, look, Danny, I, uh, I really appreciate, um, you know, you just taking time out of your day and, uh, coming on the show and, uh, 
just adds validity to the podcast and, you know, obviously gets more people interested and cause they want to hear what you have to say. And, um, I know I've definitely been, uh, just kind of shaking with like excitement, especially at the beginning when I first started talking to you. And then obviously as the conversation went on, I got more, you know, calm and everything, but, uh, it's always, it's always exciting, you know, talking to someone from, that's awesome, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Fun. And uh, definitely going to keep in touch with you because um, I told a couple other guests about this. Um, you know, essentially, if everything goes according to plan with the podcast and, and hopefully it growing and just constantly growing, what I because I'm uh, I'm truly amazed that in the world of conventions, certain franchises have their own convention. And term and Terminator yeah. does not, and oh, yeah, wow. like it blows my mind because it's a huge franchise. There's multiple, you know, there's obviously been multiple films with multiple directors, cast members. Um, yeah, there's yeah. so many chances and opportunities, and I have no idea why somebody and some group hasn't come together and formed a Terminator convention. Maybe not yearly, but you know, maybe just like this one time celebration, especially considering this year is I think the 35th anniversary of the first film. So it's like, this stuff is ripe. And uh, so that's kind of like my end goal is I want to, I want oh, nice. to create, so yeah, put it like I want to create the ultimate Terminator, like kind of celebration weekend kind of thing. So um, yeah, like awesome. I want to stay in touch with, you know, everybody that I've had on and just, if that ever happens, reach back out to you guys and for sure man count count me in that's awesome to hear because i know that there's just so like there's like there really is like kind of a i think a need for it you know especially when i went to this last convention with 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 eddie furlong it's just i saw it you know firsthand like he's popular and imagine putting him in a room with everybody from the films that you know as many people as you can get it's just yeah it would be, you'd have to have a pretty big room. There's yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, no, exactly. And like, I've seen, I've seen the convention that you were at with, uh, with Peter and, uh, Michael Bean and Linda Hamilton and. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of us. There was a lot of us at that one. And yeah. like, think about that, but like, but like, imagine if it's cause like that was like, what, like a horror convention, sci-fi thing, right? Yeah. 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 It was a horror, a yeah, horror convention. Like, but imagine if it was just Terminator, like that's my end goal because I think it's, something nice. really special so i think i think you could be onto something edward i think you're i think you could be onto something <laughs> so hopefully when that happens not if when that happens uh you're not teaching or you're not uh, you know doing voiceover work and we can uh we can get you there because i think it uh would be really like i said special and so it's awesome to hear that you'd be down for something like that so definitely want to keep in touch with you just uh if for no other reason for that reason, because it's going to happen one of these days. Yeah. I just, thank you. Like, that's all I can say. Thanks man for coming on. It's uh Oh, no sweat brother. Mm -hmm.